Hi, everyone, and welcome to this marketing show. We are talking about something today that is called imposter syndrome. And from what I've been reading, 70% of you, 70% of us actually have suffered at some point from what is called imposter syndrome. And our guest today is Brenda Pearson, who is a career and organizational happiness coach. And we are going to talk about, first of all, what is it? Uh, second of all, techniques on how to overcome it. And Rick, we actually had this exact conversation with our team in our huddle this morning, and you were kind of surprised by by their reaction and knowledge. Well, I have to be honest. Like uh, I asked our team, Brenda, like who here knows what imposter syndrome is? And so we got you know everything from Gen Z to those that have been around a while, and I was surprised over half of them knew, uh, you know what it was. And it's really, I, I think you'll I'll ask you to define it in a second. But before we go there, for our viewers, you need to know, like, Brenda's got a well-established background. She's got all the badges on her shoulder. I mean, your last role for many years, you led the MBA program at the Ivy Business School in Canada, arguably number one MBA program recognized globally. So you work specifically with the elite uh, MBA grads in dealing with this imposter syndrome as they went out into the workforce. And, oh, by the way, we're supposed to be superstars. So what is imposter syndrome in your words, uh, Brenda? Thanks, Cheryl, and thanks, Rick. I'm really excited to be here today. Uh, the imposter syndrome, it, 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 it's that feeling um, of not being worthy. It's a feeling of being a fraud. It's the idea that despite overwhelming evidence to the contrary, um, that you feel like you're in over your head and that you're just not, um, you're not in a space where you, where you should be. It often manifests and may sound like, um, who do I think I am? Um, you know, why am I here? I'm going to get found out pretty, pretty soon. Um, it's interesting that in my work with the uh, IB MBA students and even previously in a lot of the coaching, I've logged in my, I would say my 10,000 plus hours in, in terms of um, coaching. And I'd always recognized a similar theme that kept, that kept on coming up within the coaching. And it was this fear of failure, the self-doubt and these insecurities and how at the core, um, this was holding individuals back from actually bringing their best and real self um, into the workplace every day. Mm -hmm. is, it, is it something that shows up in the same way, Brenda, for everybody? And I ask this because I think everyone has experienced that feeling. Maybe it's not, we're experiencing it every single day when we go into work, but certainly based on like, the scenario that you're in, what's happening at home, maybe there's other things happening behind the scenes. Like how does it manifest differently amongst people? And would you say that there's like a target persona that, that you see that, that is dealing with this on a regular basis? So absolutely, the insecure overachiever, um, I would say, is is absolutely the persona that um, I think is 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 most that it manifests mainly within. What it actually looks like for individuals, it 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 there is not one size fits all. For some individuals, they may overcompensate um, and be you know the perfectionism that you know overachiever. For other individuals, they may retreat. And they may um, they, they they may not feel like they can they can speak up within a meeting or share their ideas. It, it I think you also Cheryl you bring up a great point that it's also can to be dependent on the season in your life. You could be working in an organization where there just isn't alignment. You're not necessarily fitting within the organization, or your skills aren't necessarily being uh, fully utilized. So it it is rather complex, and it is I think situational, and definitely not uh, a cookie cutter one size fits all. Mm -hmm. You know, Cheryl, you know, you, you're involved with youth sports. Uh, Brenda, I'm not sure if you are, but as a, as a young coach coaching young kids in the dressing room, I can tell you we had 15 kids in there 
They're like seven years old. And I knew as the coach, some of them in their helmet, they were not confident. They even belonged there, could play with the other players. And, uh, you know, we always talk in sports about how the game's played between the ears. And I think that applies in business today as well. And working with salespeople or business leaders, I think there's a lot of them that, that I think you're onto something in short with this, uh, this concept. So if I'm someone that, that suffers from this imposter syndrome, this voice in my head, whatever it is, I don't believe I can achieve. What do you suggest as kind of practical measures someone could take to correct that or move forward? Yeah, I, I, I do believe a small hinge can, can swing a big door. And there are a lot of smaller things that you can do and bigger things you can do to tackle this. I think the first piece that I would like to highlight is, is grounding imposter syndrome, knowing number first and foremost, you're not alone. To Cheryl's point, 70% that were surveyed actually admitted to having feelings of imposter syndrome. In my experience, I would say that the, the, the latter 25 or 30% probably are either lying or they just don't necessarily recognize or have still have feelings of self-doubt. So number one, you're not alone. Secondly, I think we're recognizing you are built to survive and not thrive. Human beings by nature, we are not designed to be happy, fulfilled and successful creatures. We are designed to hunt and gather food and, and to belong in, you know, to belong in community. So I think even just recognizing that, I think for a lot of individuals is a big aha moment um, in terms of I'm not alone and this is normal and that, you know, we are pushing water uphill in terms of trying to be happy, healthy, thriving uh, human beings. I certainly have a lot of other tools and tactics I can I can get into if you'd like. Um, yeah, you have a model, Brenda, like you have a sort of a five step model that you use when somebody reaches out to you. And when I say somebody, you, you work with individuals, but you also work with teams and you work with, you know, corporations. So what does that model look like at a very high level? At a high level, I would call it sort of the reframing model, which means it's just trying to change somebody's way of, of thinking um, and acting, you know, in terms of, of, of recognizing these feelings of insecurity. So it's the five R. Um, so the first part is recognize, refute, ridicule, replace, and repeat. Um, so I can kind of do a little bit of a deep dive on a couple of those pieces, because I think the important one the most important one is the recognize. You know, when you are going in your life day to day, you have you know thousands upon hundreds of thousands of thoughts that enter into your mind on a daily basis that we're, we're unconsciously aware of. These thoughts create beliefs, these beliefs create actions and emotions um, and dictate how we, we, we um, operate in our daily lives. So I think first and foremost is recognizing that thought. Um, the second piece then is, you know, if it is a thought that might not be true, the refute. Let's, let's, let's utilize some facts. Um, let's go back and look actually at, at the history and some of the accomplishments I've had. Let's, let's, let's calibrate this. Let's um, not necessarily believe what our mind is necessarily telling us. The ridicule is the fun one. And there are a lot of different techniques. Um, I was at a Tony Robbins Unleash the Power Within. He uses a technique where, or encourages to use a technique where you, you, you put a voice to the name, a silly voice um, to, to that, to that to that thought. Uh, some people name it. Um, I call mine my inner Nelly. Um, no offense to the Nellies out there, but uh, some, or some people just change the tone um, of the thought and say, yeah, who are you? And then change the tone to who are you? Like, you know, you can actually change the tone and the approach um, and then replace. I think that's the most important piece is once you kind of have taken the step to replace those 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 thoughts and going, actually, no, I got this. Who might like I've I, I've totally got this. I, they're lucky to have me. Um, and then 
the important piece, and I'm a big a proponent of habits, is repeat. This, this, this takes a while to get into the flow, um, but I think by simplifying it by the five R's, I think helps people to uh, manage these inner thoughts. So in today's, we'll call it hybrid work environment, uh, you know, when I, when I was in a corporate setting, I had some great managers, some that weren't so great, but uh, most of them were awesome. And, you know, as a young, even a, a mid-level, I'll call it sales professional, I would doubt myself whether I could accomplish something. And the great managers did exactly what you said. They reframed and said, look, Rick, you've done this, you've done that. Um, but in, fast forward to today, I don't think there's enough kind of physical, if I can call it interaction in an office sometimes to reinforce, you know, give you the out of, out of boys or out of girls, whatever it is nowadays. And in a virtual world, we're on our own. So it may lend more time or opportunity for these thoughts to come in. And that's why I think you're really onto something that's so relevant. Um, Cheryl and I joked before how, you know, I may not suffer enough of that syndrome where I think <laughs> I can go right through the wall. She's like, uh, it is cement. You can't go through there. But anyway, uh, you know, I think there's a balance between being real with yourself and, you know, being unreal yes. and unfair to what you're talking about. But yeah. um, so, so if someone, I think you probably offer some kind of consultation or something like that listening, if someone wanted to kind of position with you, but in the, the, the teams I work with, mostly sales teams, I can guarantee that, you know, there's a lot of people that, that have this, that may not know what it is, imposter syndrome. And uh, I don't think today's manager or leader is always equipped to coach people how to get out of it because they may not be in it themselves. So they can't relate. So they can't align and move someone forward. So, and plus congrats on what you're doing, by the way, in your own business, uh, after working, you know, all those years at Ivy awesome position you had, I really think you bring a lot to the game and you're onto a gap that's I, I think under, uh, untapped at this point in terms of what you can do to help people. So Brenda, if, if somebody watching wanted more information or, you know, wanted to see what that process looks like in collaborating with you, what is that next step? Yeah, and it is such an important time. Thank you for this. It is such an important time. I think with the, they're calling it the great resignation or the uh, turnover tsunami um, as as organizations prepare for the back to office, BTO, as us, you know, <laughs> nerds like to kind of refer to it. Um, it's going to be a tumultuous time and a lot of transition. And, and, and so I think getting at the head of the snake, so to speak, and, and equipping individuals with this confidence and resiliency is incredibly important. I would say the best place is connect with me on LinkedIn, on my LinkedIn, and start a conversation with me. One size does not fit, fit all. Uh, I am a big fan of pulling together programs with the groups. I believe the synergies in the group is so powerful. Um, something is just so powerful when people understand that they're not alone and that they also can have accountability in working with individuals. But I would say I love to work with organizations in a multifaceted program all the way from group, smaller group, um, and into executive one-on-one -on -one coaching. Awesome. Hey, Brenda, well, I, gotta, I gotta get up to speed on my uh, corporate speak. Uh, I thought BTO was a band until you mentioned that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Brenda, thank you so much for joining us today. It was a pleasure to have you on. Uh, come back and, and we'll, we'll follow up with you and, and see how things are going. And again, if anyone wants more information, uh, reach out to Brenda Pearson on LinkedIn. Thank you so much for watching everybody and we'll see you next week. Great, thanks so much, a lot of fun. <laughs>